on the Midnight in the Bay podcast. <laughs> uh, got Heat Club on the beach. Oh, that's their song, Dangerous. Check them out. I asked if I can use their music and they said, no way. And they said, I'm going to use it because I have blackmail photos of you guys banging horses. And they said, okay, you can use it. And, uh, so that's cool. Always have blackmail in the in the back pocket. I am, uh, you know, in the normal Midnight in the Bay stage, hanging out with Mary Jane. Uh, fun hang before doing anything, you know, makes things better, even funerals. <laughs> uh, not good, though, if you hang out with Mary Jane before a funeral and uh, you like to laugh a lot when you hang out with her because, oof. Laughing when, you know, someone drops the casket doesn't really fly over with the uh, the family of the deceased, you know. Sorry. <laughs> I'm mentally handicapped. Yeah, we know. <laughs> that was what I said. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's your grandfather. I'm, I know. I'm. You know you're going to hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. I am. <laughs> oh boy, episode 296. Never thought I'd do an episode that matched my weight. I'm at 296, but I feel 296 right now. So full from yesterday. You know, you get older and you just go off at a barbecue where they're like, Hey, help yourself. Don't tell a guy like me help, help themselves because I will just treat it like it's my last meal. Like I, like <laughs> I'm about to get executed in jail. Uh, what do you have? Yeah. This and this and this it's creepy when you read the ones where it's like, Oh, you just had a thing of apple pie. What? Yeah. Kill this guy. This is weird. I mean, they should let people go if they, can eat all that food. You know, it's like a contest. We're going to film you and put it on ESPN. If you can eat all this food, we will not execute you. You'll still be in life in prison, but we will not execute. He's like, they, you know, execute me. Life in prison sucks. I'm getting, you know, but, but, uh, but fumble over here and eating mice. I mean, that's, yeah, kill me. <laughs> Oh, uh, they're going to run out of sports and they're going to come up with crazy shit like that in the future. Watch. It's going to be uncensored. You're going to have, oh, you want uncensored TV or censored TV? Oh, well, I have a family, censored TV. And then those single college butt chug beer guys are going to be like, yeah, give me the uncensored, the live suicides and the fentanyl overdose videos, you know, those. those. You know, get a little bit of both. That's what I want. A little this, a little that for the TV. I have HBO right now. And my wife set the the parental code. Didn't tell me. And now she forgot. So I'm watching kids movies. And that's weird being an adult watching a kid movie. But I don't know what else to watch. You know, 
Not bad. Not bad. Uh, I like Aladdin. I forgot how good it was. You know, I'm like crying. <laughs> Think about childhood Lion King. Oh my God. I was bawling. My wife is like, uh, yeah, you are mentally handicapped for sure. For sure. Thanks uh, to everyone that came out to the Tommy T show last Wednesday. Uh, it was a blast. Uh, really fun. Uh, I think I made a woman orgasm because I was so cool and collective and doing great. So that's cool. Uh, how to tell the wife, hey, I didn't touch her or anything. She she couldn't believe it. I say, well, here's video. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but we did have, you know, that's not true. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> me and I even pronouncing French and Spanish and doing a dance can make a woman come. <laughs> oh, whew. yeah. I uh, oof, had a blast in the hometown of Pleasanton. So there will be more shows. I might do my own show there and headline, you know, fuck it. You know, uh, I made a, a, a name for myself when I was there. Oh, that's management. I heard him talking. Oh, that's the guy that pulled down his pants and everyone laughed. I'll book that guy. I'll book that guy. You know, I just sell shirts with, uh, people laughing and my pants are down, but the, the pictures from like behind. So you see my butt and then people laugh in the audience. That'd be cool. That'd be real cool. Great. I just left a stain on my table. I know I'm that age where I care about stains. Remember when you were younger, you didn't care about stains. You had them all over your clothes. You didn't wear underwear. Then you started dating a woman who became your wife and she was like, you need to change. I was like, okay, help me. I didn't care about, oh my God, I ruined so many coffee tables. Did you ever go over to someone's house and everyone put their drink on a coaster, but you're talking, you're laughing, you're looking at the uh, daughter you've never met before, the, the couple you're at the house, and you put your drink down on the table without a coaster. <laughs> that happened to me once. Left a huge ring after they got done talking about the table. Oh, this table is worth $5 million. What? Oh, my God. Um... Basically, what I did was put a coaster over the stain and I left and uh, never been invited back since, you know, I was at a party once. I, I haven't had good luck with furniture where the it's in a multi-million dollar house, elevators, top of the hill. You're looking for the Hollywood sign, but then you realize you're in the Bay Area. And this person, I'm tired. Everyone's dancing. I'm tired. I'm overweight. I go to the family room. There's a table. If there's a table in a family room, that automatically means you put your foot on it, your feet on it. If you got two feet, if you're lucky. So I proceed to do that. Know the rules. Table falls over. Everything breaks. The table had two legs only. It was like some artistic shit. And everything in the room looked like it was in a museum. So what do you do when you break a really expensive table at someone's house you really don't know? I kind of looks Jewish. <laughs> you try to run. And that's what I did. I try to leave the room. And as I'm like walking out of the room, the whole party comes in and circles around. I'm like, what am I in a movie? 
who did this? And I was like, yeah, someone broke in and hit it with a hammer. And they're like, no, there's cameras here. We saw you, guy. And the security comes out. I'm like, what? Yeah, sec- this guy's so rich, he's got fucking security, okay, when he throws a party. And uh, he goes, you're going to have to pay for that. Meanwhile, this is the guy's parents' house who are out of town. I'm like, how old are you? <laughs> you know? And uh, so he's like, you know, we're going to have to fix the table. Or you're going to have to figure it out. I'm at Home Depot. He's like, you got a week till my parents come home. I'm at Lowe's and I got the, the you know, super glue, the gorilla glue. And I, I got putty and cement and I'm talking to Mexicans, but they don't understand me. And I'm trying to hire them. And we go and we try to fix the table. I'm, you know, gluing. I'm making little wood things to support it. I go to put it on, everything shatters. I mean, it just it's worse. And now there's glue all over these pieces. So this guy's like, my parents are going to kill me. They're going to take away everything and my house in Spain and Dubai. I'm like, Jesus, you got great parents. My Honda Civic. I'm like, well, hang on. This isn't, you're really rich. Why are you driving Honda Civic? Asians, they know how to save money. The parents came home. They're so rich, they just bought another table. They, they scratched the guy on the head like it was their dog. And the guy went, hey, don't worry about it. And the guy looks at me. You're, you're really sweating over there. Are you trying to fix this? And he's laughing. He's pointing. I'll get a new one in the morning. I was like, that. I have that kind of money. And they said, money doesn't buy happiness. It sure does why a stress-free life, though, I can tell you that. There's a reason why people with money live longer. <laughs> I feel like guys that are into dominatrix make bad husbands. They like to get yelled at. They like to get put down. And they love getting kicked in the nuts. They're just begging to get in trouble. They're they're hitting a hammer on the wall. They're calling their wife a bitch. They're, you know, grabbing their friend's tit in front of everyone. They're trying to get in trouble and hit and hurt because they just love misery. You know, I, I've seen videos of guys in parking lots. I don't know if you've seen these videos. The ladies wearing Mario boots, those goofy Mario shoes, and she's kicking guys in the nuts. And then you just get back up and they're like, can I have another? I'm like, this is, is this where you're like watching too much porn does to you? This is too much. You know what I mean? I wonder about my wife's grab my nuts. Um, crazy. I mean, it's just, everyone's got their thing, you know? My, uh, friend called me up and he says, uh, he got his junk removed. I didn't know if I should congratulate him on clean up his yard or call him Mrs. Someone the other day told me after my set that I was pretty funny. And they, uh, never consider myself handsome. <laughs> I'm Barbie funny. <laughs> Somebody on that. I love this song. Heat club. Check him out. Wow. Episode 296. This is great. You guys clicked on here. You guys are listening. I love you guys. And if you're new to the show, make sure you go on Instagram underscore Alex Woody comedy 
And uh, before we get to the news of the week, oh, and I got some stuff for you. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Silver Tongue Audio. Go to silvertongueaudio.org and you will see my podcast for your download. You'll see some others like NPC podcasts, non-player character podcasts, video game. Oh my God. That's all they talk about is video games. It's absolutely amazing. And if you ever play in video games and listen about video games, it's double the fun. Check it out. They're in the industry. They know what they're talking about and there's humor, which I hate. So go there and then go to dazed and disturbed. It's another podcast on there. The guy hangs out with Mary Jane, don't know what it's like. And he shines light on dark subjects. It's fun. It's creative. Check it out. Go to silvertongueaudio.org. And yes, some episodes are better than others for this one. I think we all realize that, you know, you guys are worried. You're like, is this going to be a good episode? How much did he hang out with? Hang on. Going under. Hang on. Excuse me. How much did he hang out with Mary Jane? Did they have a guest? Is this going to be good? Well, that's the great thing about Midnight in the Bay. You don't know what you're getting. You're just forgetting that you're at work or you're at a funeral trying not to laugh. Guys, are you ready for news of the week? I am. Let's get to it. Cocaine sharks might be feasting on drugs dumped off the Florida coast. Scientists say, how are scientists getting involved with this? You'd think that some of the cops would say, sharks lurking off Florida coast may be eating bundles of cocaine dumped in the ocean by U.S. bound drug smugglers. And scientists want to find out. Yeah, they want to find out because they want to do the drugs. With the massive amount of drugs washing up on the beaches and being pulled out of the ocean by authorities each year, marine biologist Tom Heard wanted to investigate whether or not sharks had ingested cocaine as part of a new TV series, Cocaine Sharks. Okay, we get it, guys. You saw Cocaine Bear. Now you're inspired. Oh, can I get funding to see if uh, sharks are on cocaine? Yeah, no problem, Tim. Go out there. In this prom, in this program, da, 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 a number of experts on sharks off the Florida Keys, where fishermen have reportedly told tales of drug addicted fish. That is scary. I want to see that movie. The deeper story here is what that chemicals and illicit drugs entering in our waterways, entering our oceans and affect. I mean, can you imagine just being out there and seeing that son of a bitch going really fast, you know, right at you? Horrible. I'm never going the ocean again in Florida. Um, da, 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 hammerhead shark, a species that typically shies away from humans, started right at the scientists and appeared to be swimming askew. This is scary. This is like a movie, a movie called Cocaine Sharks. Next, they tested how sharks reacted to the packages they dropped in the water, which were similar in size to the cocaine bales. Let me guess what happened. In the experiment, they placed fake bales. Just read that. Thanks for repeating it. Next to some dummy swans and were shocked to watch the sharks head directly for the bales and take a bite out of it. Great. So now they have addicted sharks to cocaine. And off Florida. Be careful, Florida nights. And when the cocaine runs out, what does an addict do? They go crazy. They start 
blowing strangers and stealing from grandma and robbing Denny's. These sharks are going to go insane. They're going to start eating people. They're going to start losing it. And then we're going to have to feed them cocaine so they stay normal. <sighs> this is nuts. I think we've got a potential scenario here, which may look like if you gave sharks cocaine, we gave them what I think is the next best thing, their brains of flame. It's crazy. Yeah, no shit. They go crazy. Look at that son of a bitch. Oh, can you imagine that guy on coke? <laughs> Want to go snorkeling? <laughs> no. For the final experiment, they dropped imitation bales of cocaine from an airplane to stimulate how simulate how the drugs might accidentally get in the shark's ecosystem. Multiple shark species maybe beeline for the fakes. <laughs> Great. <clears throat> so they're doing more experiments and they just say, hey, uh, be careful out there. Moral of the story. <sighs> That's crazy. Some people are making OnlyFans. Some people are hanging out with cocaine sharks. U.S. influencer works as an emotional support stripper in Ukraine. Hope. Um, my wife was asking if we needed an emotional support animal. No, I don't think so. I think I think though we do need an emotional support uh, <laughs> stripper. <laughs> this is crazy. Now I know we're sending a ton of money over the Ukraine. What was it? 42 billion a couple weeks ago. Is it to pay these people over there? How many are these? This is crazy. I mean, what gave her the idea to say, Hey, you know what? I saw Ukraine's in the war. I got to go strip for those guys. This is, these guys are depressed over there. They're sad. I need to go show them my booty hole. This Taiwanese American pageant competitor first headed to Ukraine in November 2022 to volunteer and assist refugees working at women's shelters and orphanages. This lady, she's stripping and and work in odd places. She's going to women's shelters and orphanages. I don't know. This lady's kind of weird now. She uh Moved to Ukraine full-time February. She thought, hey, this place is nice. She says, uh, volunteered in eastern Dabas region by bringing water to those still living in bombed-out towns and offering emotional support to English-speaking soldiers until she learns Ukrainian. Wow. So this lady's stripping over there. She's handing out water half-naked. And the uh, name of being an emotional support person. This is unbelievable. I'm there talking with him for six hours about how he's coping, his relationship issues. I feel so safe with this guy. At some point, I was holding him, stroking his hair, and he said, I feel precious like a kitten. I haven't been touched in two years. Her raunchy activities haven't been warmly received by anyone. So yeah, I, I, I think when she first showed up to the orphanage, she was like, okay, you know, I thought uh, drag shows were bad. Let's, let's cool it with this. Some Western volunteers in a group chat blasting Kong for joking about looking for a good time with a Ukrainian man. 
these guys just tore me for three days straight. That's her quote. Hey, uh, news, uh, news. Can you, uh, I think there's a couple hundred people in this group and they say you want to make porn off mass graves. Um, she's kind of doing that. Still, she thinks providing a vital service to soldiers that often overlook. People don't talk about the sexual needs of people of the country at war. Yeah, she, yeah they don't. Yeah. <laughs> think about the one part of you that needs to have a person you can confine in. Is that what you call it? <laughs> I try to do that for everyone who speaks English and Ukrainian at a three-year-old level. Well, this is weird. <laughs> oh, that's off to you, lady. Hiker dies at 71. After trekking in the blistering Death Valley heat. How hot was it? Let's see. How hot was it? They're not even saying in the beginning of the article. I think that's the main... 134 degrees. Okay, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. 128. I guess a day or two later, it hit 134. Hey, bud, if it's over 100, I think take a break. Chill inside for a little bit. Cool. Have a lemonade. 128 degrees and you're going outside for a hike? I think family should step in. Hey, are you drunk? You're not going to survive that. I, I don't even know how much water you would need to bring, but I'm thinking a pallet, not a uh, little pack, you know? But my dad once said to me uh, when I fell over my bike and scraped my leg, you can't save the stupid. Tom Cruise didn't know porn was on the internet until Seth Rogen told him. Actor Tom Cruise didn't know there was pornography on the internet until Seth Rogen told him and his mind exploded. This guy's, look at this guy's smile. This guy's getting laid so much he didn't even know porn existed. Okay? Like, this guy hadn't thought about porn since he was like 10. Okay, this guy was banging models at 12. Look at the smile, okay? Doesn't matter that he's five foot two, okay? Seth Rogen had to tell him because Tom Cruise probably asked Seth Rogen, why haven't you killed yourself, young lady, son of a bitch? <laughs> and then Seth Rogen told him his secret, and Tom Cruise was like, interesting. I have to talk with the aliens. Wow. That just shows where Tom Cruise is at and where us civilians are at, peasants. Oh, this was crazy. So some lady in Germany went to a protest. I don't know if her, her car is backed up or whatever, but this is a video of her and what she does as a protester. This guy's kind of pushing one. They're like anti-climate change, you know. So these guys are dragging this guy, okay? Because you can do shit like this in Germany. You can't do that in America. And my hats are to, oh my God, this lady right here. Dragging the lady by her hair. Beast. 
<laughs> you couldn't do this in America. They arrest you. They blast you on Twitter. I'm actually shocked. This is Germany. I'm actually shocked they're moving the people. I thought they just run them over. This lady's a beast right here. You can tell she goes across it. She's just dragging her by her hair. And they cleared a pathway. God bless them. <laughs> These protesters can get annoying. And it doesn't change shit. <laughs> Has Matt Cruz responded to release? Let's hear this. We got volume. Hang on, hang on. We got volume. We have no volume. We got volume. We have no volume, but basically there's a town right by me called Martinez. They have a bunch of refineries. And this is the second time within like a week or two that they said Coke dust has been released in the air. You know, you know, homeless people found out about that. I was like, oh, I'm going to go snort the ground. Teenagers like, hey, mom won't know. Well, it's not that kind of Coke dust. Petroleum? Oh, yeah, that sounds healthy. Was released into the air by accident. This is why it's not a good idea to live in this town, okay? And uh, apparently it's all over the cars and... I saw a cat, it was black, and now it looked like it was doing white fur. It was covered. This is not good. You live by a refinery. Run. That is the show. Thank you, folks. Subscribe, share, tell people. <laughs> Climactic ending, I know. Take it away, Heat Club. It's a method dangerous. Silver Tongue Audio.